Hello, my name is Jayama, and you're listening to Impurified, the Ramblings of a Black Queer Christian. Uh, for today's episode of the podcast, um, I just wanted to give you guys an update on me, on like what I've been doing and how I've been feeling, and just stuff like that so uh I also kind of want to explain why I've been gone for so long so yeah sit back relax and let's get into it yeah okay so what's up guys it's been so long (laughs) and I keep looking at my analytics and People are actually still listening to the podcast, which I am kind of shocked, to be honest. Like, to be completely frank, I'm I'm very shocked that people are still listening to me. People are still looking at my posts online on my website. And I don't know. I've just been like... For ever since I've had my psychotic episode, I've just been feeling really doubtful in my gift. I doubt, honestly doubting if I even have a gift, to be honest. If I'm supposed to be a prophet, if I'm supposed to have this ministry. And, like, <sighs> religious stuff has been, like really triggering for me I've been scared because like when I was in my psychotic episode when I had my episode um I was in the spirit quote-unquote and like I was preaching and prophesying over people and screaming my head off and like rebuking demons and like I was just doing a lot and they were all like religious based because like I've been diagnosed with schizophrenia if you guys haven't looked at these episodes I've been diagnosed with schizophrenia I have schizophrenia schizophrenia comes with psychotic episodes I have psychotic episodes um and the religious I also have delusions and mine are religious in nature. So like I was, when I was having my psychotic episode, I was like, I had a lot of religious delusions. I thought I was possessed. Um, I kept prophesying over people and it was, it was a lot. It was a mess. But, um, I don't know. When I did it, like, as when I, when I was in the psych ward, this is getting a little bit off topic, but like, when I was in the psych ward, and I was prophesying over people, I literally felt like, free. Like, it is the freest I felt. Like, when I was screaming my head off 
and like talking to people like I was literally saying anything that came to my mind it was ridiculous I couldn't control anything that I was saying and but I don't know when I had that episode it was the freest I have ever felt I felt free and I felt like I was doing what I was called to do because I had a I had an episode that lasted like three days like I was in psychosis for a really long time and so like I wasn't just prophesying like I was prophesying everywhere that I went so I was prophesying at home and then the police came and got me and I was they took me to a regular hospital and I was prophesying at that hospital and then um they took me out that hospital because I was getting too loud well, I was loud. I was loud the whole time. But they ran some tests on me. And they took me out of that hospital. <laughs> they took me to a psych ward. And um, I was prophesying at the psych ward. And I felt... Because that was like the the next day or so... I think it was the next day or two days after that where I started prophesying at the the psych ward and that was more normal like it was more of a normal thing I was still loud but I was able to like quiet myself down because <laughs> that was like when like the Lord told me when I was prophesying because I I was I kept prophesying because I was like I feel like this is what God is telling me to do right now and I was screaming at the top of my lungs because I was talking to demons but then I was like I heard the Lord tell me or one of my voices tell me who talks like the Lord because apparently I hear voices so so one of the voices that to me either it was God or it was a voice or whatever a voice or God somebody told me that I didn't have to scream at the demons for them to listen to me that I had the authority myself and I didn't have to scream to the top of my lungs to get them to come out or to stop doing what they're doing and so I was like oh okay so I stopped doing that And, um, I don't know, when I was, like, prophesying, I still feel like I was accurate. I feel like I was accurate, to be honest. Because I don't know, like, it's hard to describe the state that I was in. But it was just, like, I don't know. I was prophesying to people, and, like, a lot of people liked what I was saying. I was agreeing with what I was saying. And, like, I was, like, telling them things. And they were, like, yeah, this is, like, what I went through. Because, like, there was a girl in the psych ward who she was, like, she kind of, like, I don't know. I guess scolded herself is really it. Like, she, like, chastised herself, I guess, or something. Because she was talking to to one of the nurses that were there. And she was like, 
oh, I'm sorry, I just babble on, and she's like, I'm just, I'm so sorry, I don't want to, like, talk too much, and she wasn't doing too much, like, she wasn't, because uh, it's a psych ward, and you know there are people who can, who can do too much, but she was not doing too much, she was about to get released, so she, she was, like, fine, essentially, but, um, I told her, I was like, I was like, hey, I didn't mean to, like, listen in on your conversation or anything but she's like when you were talking I heard the Lord tell me that like speaking is your gift and so like when you have the gift of speaking you're going to speak a lot and like you're going to talk a lot and a lot of people are going to try and silence you they're going to try and quiet your gift but that's your gift and now I'm like you got to keep speaking and you can't let these people stop you from speaking because that's your gift and she's like, oh my gosh. She's like, I do. She's like, I get people who tell me that stuff all the time and like try to get me to like shut up and stuff like that. And she's like, and she was like, she was like elated and she was happy. She said I was right. Um, And she was like light on air. Like it was like, she was cool. She was really nice. And she was nice to me after that. But I felt like I was too, I was also like in psychosis too. So I wasn't like lucid enough to even like, to fully engage with her. <laughs> Cause I was just like, I don't know. I was in the psych ward and the psych ward was like a little scary and a little ghetto. So, like, I don't know. I was so, like, I don't know how to describe what I was. It was a weird state that I was in. Like, I was in psychosis, and I know it was psychosis now that, like, I'm out of it. But I still felt like I could hear God, and I was hearing the right things for the most part. Because the Lord also told me when I was in the psych ward, um that because I kept rebuking things and I was like I was like in the hallways rebuking demons and like he told me that like he was like hey you know um if you are rebuking a demon like say you see someone who's sick and you rebuke the demon off of them it's like if that demon didn't immediately go away then that means that they're just sick and they're not possessed and they're not being afflicted by demons. They're just sick. And so I was like, oh, okay. Cause there was a girl in there who would like kept having like these outbursts and I would like walk up next to her and like silently pray, which was the first I would silently pray to myself. I was like rebuke demons off of her. And then after I kept doing that, he was, that was when the Lord told me like, Hey, like, she's just, she's just sick. So, um, I don't know. I know, like, I don't know. I know that, like, I know that I'm not completely... wrong I guess and I know that even like with like the bride of Christ stuff 
like I've stumbled across something when it comes to that. And that's the thing, because I'm like, I've been wanting to talk about, like, my relationship with Jesus and, like, everything with him. But I just, I don't know, I'd be feeling so, like, embarrassed. And I feel, like, ashamed of that part of me. A piece of me feels ashamed. But I also feel ashamed of, like, how bad my mental health has gotten. And I feel embarrassed. And I feel like I can't really, like, talk to people about it. Because I'm like, I don't want to have to explain to people why... Like how lonely I feel. I don't want to have to explain to people why I even got into this position to like, to how I even like became schizophrenic, I guess. I don't know. Because you know, I know that like, like my mental health like decreased kind of over time. And like, I wasn't this bad before. But now I am. And I feel like once I've have my psychotic episode that I became way worse and like I don't know I feel like my brain chemistry changed after I had that psychotic episode but I don't know maybe it was just the schizophrenia manifesting so and like realizing it's coming to a head that I need to be on medication and it's just it's just a lot and like I keep wanting to like um, redo my website because like I haven't put like an edit on my website that like I don't believe the Pride of Christ doctrine anymore that I put on there and let me okay hang on if you haven't been looking at the past episodes, I need to explain this. The Bride of Christ, I used to believe that there was only one Bride of Christ. That there was one woman, or a person, because I'm not a woman, uh, that was uh, the Bride of Christ. And I believe that I was that, <laughs> that girl, alright? But I didn't tell anybody till late. So I have like, but I also have like a whole bunch of verses that like I saw that... I was given that I interpreted to be that um, it's just hard for me to talk about this because like I said before I'm still really embarrassed and I like I don't want to like I feel like talking about this opens myself up to like being critiqued by other people and like people like just stomping and making fun of me or like people talking mess about my relationship with Jesus and that's something I don't want because it's just like you don't know me you don't know why I felt this way or why I went through what I went through because I'm like I see signs all the time all the time and I still see signs that Jesus loves me 
This I know. <laughs> and it's just like, I don't know. Because there's even Bible verses that like, he's described as being a, as being a husband as one of his titles. And like even how like, because there's a verse in the Bible that talks about how like he'll like, like he'll no longer call you, you're no longer call him like Baal, which is like, which is one of the foreign gods, but it also means Lord. So it's like, you'll no longer call him that he'll just be your husband. And so that's a verse in the Bible. And it's like. I don't know. There's a lot of verses in the Bible that talks about God as a husband. And like. How he'll love us. And like be an attentive husband. A faithful husband. Um, a loving husband. So it's like I don't know. I don't want to be like, I don't know. I know, I, like, I don't, I don't want to be too embarrassed about it. Like, I'm trying to fight through this, but I just don't want anybody talking mess about this because I'm like, I feel like I would really like <laughs> go crazy, literally. Because <laughs> it's so personal and it's like, I have like trolls on my page. I'm starting to get trolls now on my page of people being like this stuff isn't real and it's not even the bride of christ stuff it's my my gay stuff which i'm like okay it's my gay stuff and like how my that one post that i made about how like sin doesn't separate you from god because i put the verse about how like there's nothing that separates you from god's love and i'm like god is love the bible says that god is love so there's nothing that separates you from God. And I'm like, Christians kind of get on my nerves with that too. Because I'm like, y'all believe that Jesus paid the price for our sins already. So what makes you think that sin can separate you from God? The only sin that separates you from God is is again not accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and even then he's still with you he's still all around you you can never be physically removed from God he's in hell God is in hell God is in heaven God is on the earth God is everywhere you can never be physically removed from God but it's like when you don't accept when you don't accept him as your lord and savior then you'll have a worse off fate but again you're still not separated from him even in hell because he's there too and i'm like <laughs> the bible says this and i don't get why people get so like <laughs> and i put that on there I put the verses on there and I'm like, people get so like angry and I'm like, what are you, what are you mad about? I don't know. It's just wild to me. 
Because I'm like, becoming a Christian determines your fate. It does not determine whether God leaves you or not. Because God will never leave you. There are many verses in the Bible that says that he will never leave us nor forsake us. So I'm just like... Oh no. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But I was getting stuff on that. I was getting stuff on uh my gay posts. Which I don't even have a lot of. I have a whole webpage for that in a book. I have a book called Who Told You That God Was Homophobic? You can buy it on Amazon, baby. <laughs> Paperback and ebook. Um, which I'm glad people don't like buy my book. I'm glad people don't hate buy my book. Even though I would like the money from that, I would. <laughs> I'm glad people don't buy my book just to write hate comments, but, um, uh, that money would be good, though. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna do that. Uh, but. I don't know. I'm just like getting tired of the hate. And I'm just like, I'm also just like, I feel like I'm at a point in my life where I can't like do too much. And I think that's really hard. Like it has been really hard for me to accept like the fullness of the schizophrenia and how much schizophrenia has like taken over my life and how I can't do too much like I literally cannot go out and do things because of schizophrenia and like I don't have enough energy I can't take in too much stimulus because like it's just too stimulating hearing voices all the time it's too stimulating and then I hear them louder and more frequently when I get anxious I hear them a lot when um, when I discuss religious things because I, religious things make me anxious now. So it's like they just talk. And it's just like, I don't know. Dealing with all this makes me feel like I can't prophesy. And I honestly feel like I don't know. I know there's a piece of me that still believes in myself. It still believes that, like, what I heard from the Lord is true. Well, most of what I heard is true. And I don't know. And that's the thing, too, because I'm like, a piece of me still believes that, like, I'm the bride of Christ, too. Like, I still, a part of me still believes that because I keep seeing signs. And I want it to be true. Because I still love him. I still miss him. I still think about him. 
and it's just like annoying because I'm like I feel like I can't get any real clarity on this and I'm just annoyed because I'm like when Jesus spoke when Jesus spoke on the earth about his wedding he never referred to his disciples as the bride and they were the first church even John the Baptist didn't refer to himself as the bride so I'm just like why not I don't know because it's just something I keep thinking about I'm just annoyed because I'm like I gave like everything to him I gave my all to him like I gave even what I thought I didn't have I gave it to Jesus and it's just like I don't know I can't fully believe that I was deceived It's like I was seeing stuff every single day, y'all. Every single day. All day, every single day. And it's like I don't know how to even like explain it in a way that like makes sense to people. Cause I'm like, I feel like people be like, yeah, okay, yeah. And it's like, no. All day, every single day, I'm seeing stuff from who I think is Jesus talking to me. I'm seeing signs in the natural videos in the natural about stuff that I think I'm talking to Jesus about random stuff I talk to Jesus all day every single day I'm saying stuff in my head that no one is saying aloud and then I'll see a video about it and I think it's Jesus talking back to me and it could be about it could be about anything I was talking to Jesus about anything anything and everything because we were in a relationship so I'm talking to him about random stuff. All day what I got going on in my head. And then I'm seeing like videos about it. Or signs about it. Or music about it. Having people. I literally had in-person interactions with other human beings. Strangers. Strangers. that to me felt like a sign from Jesus. I had someone call me a nickname that I believe that Jesus called me in person. And I was like, there's no way you could have guessed this. It's just like the stuff, literally the stuff I was going through was like, it was ridiculous. So it's just like, I don't even know how to like, how to like talk about it or like explain it.
but yeah, I haven't been updating. That's the reason why I haven't been updating um, anything with the ministry. I haven't been updating stuff with the podcast because I have been nervous and anxious to talk about religious things because I've been scared that um, being talking about religious things will make me have a psychotic episode again. But I've been talking to my therapist about that. And she's helping me to see that religion is not what made me have a psychotic episode. I just was religious when I had a psychotic episode. Like, that's just simply what I did because that's just who I am. So it wasn't, it's not me doing Christian things that's going to make me have a psychotic episode. But I'm just like, one thing I've been also scared about, though, my meds don't stop everything. And I have been in psychosis again. I haven't had a psychotic episode, another psychotic episode, but I've been in psychosis again. And... I don't like it. <laughs> and my psychosis, like, um, my psychosis makes me delusional. Like, I have, like, delusional symptoms when I'm in psychosis. And it's like, I have these, like, I can feel myself, like, my brain trying to form attachments with, like, people I don't know. Like, <laughs> like it'll, like, create this persona for a stranger and be like, oh, this person is going to be like this and they're going to treat me like this. And, like, and it's like, you don't know them. <laughs> Stop it. Like, it's just, like, and it's so embarrassing. It's giving, are you, are you not embarrassed? This is so embarrassing. Like, it's literally so embarrassing. And it's just like... <sighs> I'm just annoyed that, like, I have this condition. I'm so annoyed. I'm very embarrassed. And I'm trying not to be... Because I feel like my... Say psychotic I don't want to say psychotic I mean technically it is a psychotic disorder but my schizophrenic brain like my mentally ill brain and my like mentally well brain are two vastly different people and my mentally ill brain is like needy and insecure and is a crybaby and sensitive and just and it's like disgustingly so And then it's like my mentally well brain is like secure and I'm fine and like normal, like a normal human being. (laughs) And it's just like. (sighs) 
I'm just... Like, it's just mad embarrassing, and I'm trying to get over that. So, I'm doing a podcast episode so that I don't feel trapped. I do need to, like, say how I am. I need to say how I am. Honestly, I think I might make a TikTok or YouTube shorts. About being schizophrenic. But I don't know. Because I feel like if I get real nitty gritty, like y'all going to see the rawness. And I don't know if y'all want to see that, to be honest. (laughs) I mean, you probably do. But it's just like, I don't know if I want to show that. Because I'm like, look, like my room is dirty. My stuff is messy. Stuff does not get done. My hair is dreaded up. (laughs) Like, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, I'm tired most of the time. I sleep most of the day. These meds be knocking me out. And plus, I be sleep off of depression naps. Oh, um, I'm trying to get disability. That's what I've been doing these past couple of months. Trying to get signed up for disability. Hopefully, hopefully they approve me. I hope that they approve me. Approve me, Lord. (laughs) I told them that, like, I'm trying to get into, um assisted living because that's what I'm trying to do as soon as I get this cash I'm going to move into a mental health facility assisted living mental health facility because I am crazy (laughs) I'm crazy and I need help I need help I need help and I still want to prophesy, and I'm scared to do it. I'm scared to do it, to be honest. I'm scared to do it, cause I'm scared that I'm a, I'm a, I'm not true. I'm scared that I'm not that girl no more. Pound town, just let pound town. <laughs> that song has been stuck in my head. It's such a terrible song. I feel like it is a horrible song. But it's just been stuck in my head. I listened to it the other day to like hear what it was. I'm like, this is terrible. But it gets stuck in my head. <laughs> pound town, just left pound town. <laughs> my booty old <hole>, bro. <laughs> Oh, like, girl, what? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's so strange. Pound town, just look pound town. Some dreadheads do it the best. 
feel better though after getting all of this out. I feel better. I feel better. And I do feel like I am a good prophet. I do, to be honest. I don't know. And maybe that's something I can't shake. I know I'm a good prophet. I know I be trying. And I know I be accurate. Because even when I was prophesying, when I was prophesying in the psych ward, it was like this here. <laughs> this here. <laughs> so I ain't even going I ain't never had nobody show me all the things that you didn't show me and that's what show me how I feel. We here for miracle. I'm random. But y'all know that. Y'all should know that about me by now. And I believe it because I ain't never had nobody do me like you. Oh. Oh, like you. Anyway, that's what, that's is what has been going on with me. I have been crazy loony bin and trying not to be still in love with Jesus. I actually had a boyfriend. Let me tell y'all about that real quick. <laughs> I had a boyfriend for a little bit. And he was sweet. But he was like obsessed with me and then he just stopped talking to me. I was like, okay, I ain't got time for this. I ain't got no time to play games with you. And I was up front with him about everything. I told him everything. I told him about my schizophrenia. I told him that I was still in love with Jesus. He was like, I don't care. And I was like, wow, all right. (laughs) And I thought he was cool. And then he started getting less and less like he started like like slowly walking away from me i was like dang all right all right okay okay but i don't know i think i'm a i'm a cool out on dating people but then again i don't know because i feel like i need to like date a bunch of people to get over jesus That's just what I need to do, to be honest. I feel like... But that's the thing. I have, I realize now that I still have, like, internalized homophobia. Because I want to date a woman, but, like, I'm scared to. So I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I should do that to see what it's like. I ain't never had nobody show me all the things that you didn't show me in a special way of you and your home and we gonna always be together, baby. That's what you told me and I believe it. Cause I ain't never had nobody do me like, I ain't never had nobody show me all the things you didn't show me in a special way of you and your home and we gonna always be together, baby. That's what you told me and I believe it. Cause I ain't never had nobody do me like you. <laughs> Ha, <laughs>
I'm on one. Dun, 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 dun. Anyways, um, I kind of want to talk forever, but I'm not going to. I'm gonna try and cut it off. But I think, uh, let me not make any promises, but I might, I might, might be more frequent with this because it feels therapeutic, feels refreshing, feels great. Um, (laughs) Feels great. So, um... I'm a, I might be more frequent with this. I don't know how frequent, don't hold me on it, but I'm going to try to be more frequent. So if you made it all the way to the end of the podcast, thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm doing fine. I'm doing great. I'm just trying to get myself together. So, yeah, that's what's been going on with me. So, I'll see y'all in the next one. Thank you for making it all the way to the end of the podcast. If you would like to find me online, I'm on Instagram at The Bible is Inclusive, and I'm on Twitter at Bible Inclusive. Uh, I also have a book. It's called Who Told You That God Was Homophobic? And that's available in paperback and ebook. And that's on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Apple Books, uh, Kobo, Scribd, and other retailers. And if you would like to visit my website, my website is called uh, thebibleisinclusive.com. And that is the host of my blog. And I make many posts on there about like, you know, the spiritual things that I have found out. (laughs) Uh, I tend to be more active on the blog than I am on my podcast. So I would recommend that you subscribe to my website so that you can get updates every time I post on there because, you know, she posts on there more frequently. And uh, if you would like to become a Christian, Uh, You can figure that out on my website as well. You can go to the menu. There's a tab and it says, you know, how to become a Christian. And it'll show you the prayer that you can pray in order to become a Christian if you would like to. And also, uh, you don't have to. You're not forced into this. But if you would like to donate to me, uh, you can also go to my website. And there is a tab on there that says donate. And you can... uh, put in you know however much money you would like they have a single like one-time donations and they also I think they have reoccurring donations on there too so you can you know do it however you want and you'll be able to donate to me and yeah thank you again for making it all the way to the end of the podcast and I'll see y'all in the next one